Hey, what's up, everyone? We want to provide to you a special guest today. We have the Emin Khan yes. here with us today. How are you, brother? Doing awesome, brother. How are Let's you? Go. We are doing Let's fantastic. Go. We are so excited to actually have you on our podcast. Yeah. We were highly recommended by one of our great friends, Nuge, saying this guy is hitting all the numbers, is doing big things. And we even we went right on your page and we were like, what in the world is this dude doing? Right, you're getting right. massive views. Yes. You're getting a lot of, I mean, you're kind of electrifying the public. And I, I actually, we felt it on this side right. and we're like, all right, Snooge, you're cool. But you know what? This guy's really cool. <laughs> you know, go hate don't hate us, Snooge. Don't hate us, Snooge. But you know, and you're going to yeah. be on the podcast next anyway. Yeah, so exactly, don't hate. Exactly. But the fact is, you know, we looked you up and we're like, yes. you know what? We want to get him on our show and find out more about you. Uh -huh. And we're, you know, now you're here and right, it's kind of, right. you And the frequencies are ready. Like uh, the show just started <laughs> and we're already like, oh my God, these energies just like have matched from the colors to like awesome. everything ever since we started. So it's so honored to have you here today. Yeah, I appreciate you guys uh, having me on today. And I, I think the first text you sent me, I was like, I feel some type of energy. Yes. I'm like, I gotta talk to these guys. These guys seem super cool. So thank you for having me. Love Thanks, it, brother. I appreciate it. it. So, so you know, since you're here, we wanted to ask you a few things. Obviously, our public loves to see content about anybody that we bring on. Uh, you have a verified check mark. Obviously, you create content. You're a uh, digital marketing. So, how did you get into it? So, so why do you do digital marketing? I know a lot of people get into this arena and they fail, right. but it looks like it's working for you. So, right, right. how and why are you doing that? Yes. Awesome question. So my background, actually, my initial career was actually in accounting finance uh, out of okay. school. So okay. accounting finance, which is my background over 10 years um, was in mergers, acquisitions and management consulting. I spent time at over probably over 500 private public companies consulting oh for them. Hmm. Companies wow. doing revenue from 10 million a year up to a close of a billion dollars per year. So wow. my background Amazing. was just purely looking at numbers, mm -hmm. analysis, working with private equity firms, things like that. So. While I was doing that, I was traveling about um, 30 to 35, um, you know, weeks a year, mm -hmm. and then uh, almost wow. like 10 years. Yeah, so I got kind of just burned traveling. out. I mean, yeah. Wow. But the business experience I gained during that time was just um, uncomparable because mm -hmm. um, I got the opportunity to go inside these big companies, and look yes. at their businesses, yes. and dissect their businesses, look at their revenue models, spend time at their warehouses, spend time um, with the CFO and CEO of these companies. Right. Yes. So that gave me an awesome business kind of background. Then I got into digital because um, I kind of like felt I was going to burn out. Mm -hmm. I kind of got uh, sick of looking at numbers all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want something where I can travel the world, um, have a laptop connection, Wi-Fi connection, and be, be able to work anywhere in the world and make money online. So what happened was, um, even though I worked for all these firms over a number of years and I had my own consulting company, I kept yes. getting fired. Okay. I've been fired from every job since I was 14 years old. Wow. Okay, okay. Um, I hate I hate management, I hate authority, yes. I cannot yes, uh, yes. You know, have people tell me what to do. Fill so you on that. Um, what happened was I kept getting fired and fired. And what happened was, that's a pretty crazy story, um, my dad, um, unfortunately, got diagnosed with ALS disease. Oh so God. they were living in Ohio at that time. I was in Chicago and uh, my mom and dad moved with me to the Chicago area mm -hmm. where I was living. And so the next couple of years, um, as he was diagnosed, his, his uh, health kind of deteriorated. Yes. And I had to kind of take care of them full time. So what happened was we got to take care of my parents, especially my dad. Mm -hmm. um, it required me to like not as, uh, I couldn't travel as much. Right, mm -hmm. so, so this my, was after. This was after, yes. yeah. Yes. I, couldn't I couldn't travel as right. much, so I'm like, what can I do? So mm -hmm. um, my last position I had was like eight, nine, almost like 10 years ago. Yes. Um, I got fired from his firm because he wanted me to travel. I'm like, I can't travel. I had to take care of, take care of my dad. Mm -hmm. My mom doesn't drive. Right. She's a traditional old school military woman. She never learned yes. her skills, kind of relying yes. on the husband. Mm -hmm. Got it. Mm -hmm. And then what happened was um, they let me go. So that was like the pivotal moment where I'm like, you know, I can't rely on anybody else. I need something where um, I is completely detached from somebody else telling me what to do. I need yes. an income outside of that. So yes. I got into digital around that point. Um, it was more like kind of like a back against the wall kind okay. of thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I saw where the future was headed. And I know retail was uh, completely dying. Yes. Uh, hundreds of stores shutting down. Definitely. We are watching. Yes, it's, oh, been, yeah. it's been a retail apocalypse. Right. And mm -hmm. COVID came along yes. and literally accelerated what was already oh meant God. to happen. So fast. So fast, so yes. fast, yeah. Yes. So um, that first year um, when I started digital marketing, mm -hmm. I, you know, I spent a lot of money on coaching and courses, and um, I probably uh, spent a, a quite a bit of money. I lost money that first year. Okay. Uh, so after that, uh, next, uh, second year, I made like about six figures. Uh, the year after that, I made six figures per month. Amazing. The year after that, I, made, I hit seven figures per month. So it's been like oh quite a bit, yes. yeah, quite a bit of a journey Fantastic. since then. Yeah. So that was kind of a little, okay. little like overview synopsis, kind of how I kind of got started. Wow. And so you yeah. basically started all this digital marketing and whatnot probably around 2018. Yeah. Around 2018. So you came in the game like when everything was just falling apart. Yep. And you were able to 
you know, get yourself to a level where in a couple of months you're making six figures in one month. Mm -hmm. That is so phenomenal. Th like that's oh my God. actually well, seven figures mm -hmm. now, apparently. So that's right. So exactly. that's very exactly. inspiring because, you know, a lot of viewers don't realize that, you know, we were talking about this on our last podcast about people being stuck on a nine to five job mm -hmm. yes. and don't know how to exit. And you mm -hmm. exited that mindset of knowing like, you know what, the, the retail industry, all these different things that are going on in the marketplace, they're already creating this bad impact, right. the bad taste in your mouth. And you're like, you know, I'm not going to be part of it. So you said, you know, I'm going to do something different, which now you can travel. Now you can do all these different things, mm -hmm. which I mean, let's be honest, right. being self-employed anywhere in the country is literally living the best lifestyle because right. you get to manage everything. You're yes. not dealing with managers, like you said, telling yeah. you what to do. Right. Now, not and, being controlled. Yeah. You know, 100%. You know, being able to be here with us today <laughs> yeah, on, exactly, a exactly. on a Wednesday. You know what I yeah. mean? At 11 a.m. In the, in the morning, we choose, you know, what we want to do. And exactly, um, you know, that's so amazing that you have pushed yourself to get to that level of seven figures a month. I mean, that's just phenomenal. I think it's a matter yeah. of like um, when people really start to value their time and somebody comes to me, he's like, hey, Emin, uh, we'll pay you six figure salary per year. Um, I find it disrespectful. Right. I'm, like, I'm like, you're telling me if one year of my life is worth six words for you. I find it disrespectful. Right. Um, my time is worth millions of dollars. So when you like value your time at millions of dollars and you're like, okay, if I take one year of my, of my life and I divide it by 365 days, and you know, I can come up with a value per per day and per yes. hour. You're like, yes. my time is not worth six figures mm, per year. Exactly. And how like how dare you disrespect me? Yeah. You know, if I want to work and then take a month off and go to Thailand or right. go to like Japan for a month, I can do that. Yes. I don't have a boss reaching out to me, even though like wow. I work more hours now. It's just because I want to work those hours, not because somebody is sitting there monetizing my time. You know, and that's what kind of frustrated me, irritated me about the whole like corporate structure and like you know, yes. working with somebody. That yeah. is so deep. You know, I just actually learned something. We're bar we barely just started. Right. I believe, and not from what you're saying, getting a salary is a limited belief and it's right. very disrespectful yes. because you're right. Like now that I think about it, it's like saying, hey, you're only worth this much no matter how much hard work you put mm -hmm. into it. You're still worth this much. Yes. But what if you do so much more? Like there's companies that we worked at that we are worth so much at least because we believe in it, right? We believe a lot in manifestation, positive right. energy. Right. And we believe in it so much that we believe our worth is so much more. And mm -hmm. you caught it, you caught onto it very quickly. Um, and that's exactly how I feel people should value the way people work. Yeah, that people, taught me too. You know? Like I literally feel like I have the chills right now because you have to literally think that you're, you know, exactly your mindset. You're being disrespected by getting offered that amount. And they, you know, most people will make it look like this package is so wonderful. You're getting six figures and ribbons year. on it. Like, wow, let me open it. It's not even that. <laughs> and after taxes, right. yeah, exactly. deductions and everything. And yes, then you're, yes. you're living in this, mm -hmm. you know, nice place in LA. You know yes. how much rent costs. So after right. all that, they give you basically mm -hmm. enough to pay the bills and they keep coming back. It's a big right. hamster wheel. Yes, it is. It's a yes. doggy dog world. It's a big yes. hamster wheel and they give you enough to come back or whatever. Yes. And then, you know, this, they dangle this carrots and mm -hmm. think, you know, it's going to get better and they give you like a five to 10, 15% raise every year. Yes. And for taxes, it's nothing. Right. Nothing. Right. And then you're like, y'all, I want to, you know, get two, two weeks of PTO per year. And then like you have to report, you know, 8 a.m. every morning to five and then you put in 60, 70, 80 hours a week and still get to pay right. the same salary. Exactly. It's a ripoff. It's yes. the biggest scam in history. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's modern, it's modern it's, slavery. It's modern it's slavery. Legal too, yeah. It's illegal too. It's illegal. It's illegal. It's modern slavery, I call it. Scam you know? ever, yes. Uh, one thing also because right. like society and like um, a lot of people like have normalized mm -hmm. it. I mean, exactly. I think also comes back to exactly. the entire like, you know, school system and mm -hmm. educational system as well too. Mm -hmm. Because the way we're taught is like go to school, yes. work hard, you right. know, for four years, take out a hundred thousand dollar loan, mm -hmm. which has literally no ROI. It's the biggest mm -hmm. racket right. in the world too. Yes, yeah. and you come out with this, this debt that you're paying off the next five, right. ten years of your life. Yes, and then you know, and then you, just, you, you get a job, and the job's not even guaranteed, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And then you mm -hmm. like you work, you like go to school for four years, and job's not even guaranteed. Exactly. And then you try to get a job, and then like most people end up like not even getting a job in the thing they majored in mm -hmm. in school. They end up getting a position so outside true. of it. Right. Right. And yes. it just fr it frustrates me, you know yes. what I mean? It's just, just so, so so normalized yes. in society, so normalized by your par yes. parents, because that's, that's all they know, unfortunately. Right, right, right. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's it, just- It frustrates us too. And honestly, uh, you know, for us, we always say, you know, I we don't believe in the American dream because the American dream is not true. Like you have to create your own American dream. And mm -hmm. then you can say, I'm living the American dream when you make it your own. But if you're living the way America wants you to live, then that means you are living just like you just said from nine to five. You know, maybe your ultimate offer would be a six figure, you know, payout for a year. But truly, you're better than that, you know, but you're so, you know, convinced because America wants you to believe this is the American dream. Mm -hmm. But in reality, the American dream is when you create it on your own. You know, and that's exactly what you did from six figures to seven figures. I mean, you you, you even defined all the odds with, you know, 
beating, right. doing this in COVID and starting at some of the times where unemployment was at its highest and you just, you know, you pushed forward. And I think our next question that we want to ask you is like, you know, it seems as if you uh, escaped the matrix. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, the, the matrix is a term you guys seen the movie. Um, you got all these people who are stuck in the pod and they're connected and basically being programmed yes. by these um, elitists, right? These people yes. in, in the world and society or whatever. And they're being programmed to think a certain way and you know they're being fed this false reality right. of how things are supposed to be and they're perpetrated like that. So um, when you kind of put people inside these pods and then they don't have the ability to think for themselves, yes, what happens is they, they kind of follow the herd, they become sheep. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then uh, they stop um, dreaming their own, they stop having their own thoughts, independent thoughts, and they pretty much you know kind of go this route and they're living a life of misery. And like they yes. want, they want to escape it, but right. just like they don't have the means to do it. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I try my best, you know, with my rhetoric and like the, the people I mentor and coach and the information I put out to like, you know, help people escape the matrix yes. because the matrix yes. is real. Yes. Right. Like the, the, yes. the movie, the analogy, it is, it's a real thing right. or whatever, you right. know what I mean? So I, I think a lot of people are slowly starting to realize like um, that the, the collegiate university system is not cracked up to be mm -hmm. what, it, what it was. Exactly. I think like, especially during COVID, right? Like, yes you had these people who were, couldn't go to school anymore. Mm -hmm. So they had to do all the classes at home, Zoom classes. They're still paying the same amount of fees, but mm -hmm. they're sitting at home doing Zoom classes. Yes. And the parents are watching them consume this information. They're like, this is what I'm paying six figures for? Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. like this, the value has gone down. The wait list on some of the Ivy League schools has gone down because they're not seeing the value of it as much anymore because there's enough information out there on Google, yes. AI, other platforms where you can get access to that school will even teach you because right. the school system is like the Pythagorean theorem or quadratic formula has never helped me in my life. Right. right. Proofs and some of these things never helped mm -hmm. me in my life. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. this should teach you teaching taxes, how to start a business, exactly. some social intelligence, emotional yes. intelligence. This mm -hmm. stuff is not taught in school. Right. Well, why not? This is the stuff I, I learned after school. Yes. This is stuff that built my self-esteem. It gave me the skill set I have. Like post-education, this stuff I learned from mentors and reading books and personal development. So yeah, that's kind of what helped me escape the matrix. And I think mm -hmm. that's what kind of was going to help a lot of other people escape the matrix as well. That, that's Man. intense because, you know, we love the matrix. Obviously, obviously we've seen them all, but we've always believed in the fact that there's a bigger reason for our existence. Yes. And we're being held by, you know, unfortunately, this is how I, how I see it. You brought up the fact of the dream and everything. Mm -hmm. But where I believe the reason we have the lack of evolution ourselves is because we accept the matrix. We say, hey, all right, that's fine. I'll right. lack my education. I'll bring yes. myself down mm -hmm. and accept this school, this mm -hmm. college. I even went to college myself. I wasn't accounting in finance as well. Uh, obviously, I, I did stay in finance in essence. I'm, I'm doing loans, but yes. <laughs> I exited one month before getting my bachelor's degree because I realized, you know what? What am I doing? It took me a lot longer to realize it, but the fact is I, I realized there was a better world out there for me. Mm -hmm. And I believe with everything, the, the lack of evolution for human beings is due to the fact of too many politics, too many people putting their hands in the jar of, of solving problems, when the reality is we're the solution. We have the answer in sight. We just accept people making the decisions for us because it's easy. Mm -hmm. right. And I think you're right. absolutely right. When we read into that about what you're talking about, we're like, oh my God. Yes. This is so true. Right. And, and, you're, and you're really creating that shockwave effect to us and other people and you guys that are watching this. The fact is there is a way to escape this matrix yes. that exists. If you yes. just open up your mind, realize the schools are kind of like holding the carrots, mm -hmm. saying, hey, here you go. You're going to get the salary job when you're when it's over. And at the end, it's it, it's actually it it's is a business. Over. It's a business in <laughs> yeah. itself, right? It's a school, a school, a system, a university system. It's a business in itself. Definitely. Imagine if I were to go into a school university system and like, hey guys, I'm gonna teach you guys e-commerce, how to make six figures per month. What would they do? They could kick me out. Yeah. Because kids would start dropping out of school, making five, six figures a month. Yes. Like, I don't need school anymore. Right. Yeah. They would drop out yes. and then I would disrupt the school business model right. and they would basically kick me out or whatever, but they wouldn't allow me to do that. But like they, were, they want people to stick in to the education system. Most of the GECs you take are completely uh, useless. And I went to Ohio State. I graduated mm -hmm. from Ohio State University, yes. accounting finance major, mm -hmm. almost a straight A student. But um, the, the skill sets I learned like didn't give me much far because I saw people with half the grades I did getting better, better positions than me. I'm like, what am yes, I doing wrong? Right. They were better good at networking. They were better at connecting with people marketing. because human capital, right? Connecting with people and networking, that's a real skill set. That more. stuff is not taught in school very well. Right. That should be right. because that's what's going to help you whether you choose to go to a corporate route or you know start your own business. Yes. The connections and network yes. is that's where the, the the real like value is. Yes, Powerful. and and we've yeah. seen uh, your numbers. You know, we've seen them. You know, if you 
follow Mr. Khan on his page on Instagram and, you know, all his pages, you literally see the results of, you know, what you're creating. And I seen, you know, numbers in the three, four, five hundred thousand dollar range where people are buying Amazon products and they're, you know, taking the risk, they're going all in and then they're just flipping that five hundred thousand, making millions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're showing them how to do this. Like, you know, how, how does that make you feel? You're making people escape the matrix. So we talked about the matrix, but you're helping people escape it. I mean, that must feel so amazing. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, the first uh, several years, you know, we're running uh, our own internal stores, um, Shopify and Amazon. Uh, I spent a lot of time going back and forth to China as well, Hong Kong, Tokyo, spent a lot of time in Asia as well too. Wow, beautiful. Um, I wanted to see, uh, first of all, like, you know, the landscape over there. And number two is, I think um, the USA is cool, but I've been in almost all 50 states besides like three or four states. Wow, um, that's so amazing. Yeah, and so like, it's interesting, but like going overseas, you see the full landscape, I'm like, whoa, uh, you go to Hong Kong, you're like, oh, this this glass or this table or this thing, mm -hmm. some of these products are coming from over there. Mm -hmm. How they be manufactured? You know, let me look at that, look, spend time at the warehousing and you see they're manufactured with dollars and cents. And then they're basically, you know, uh, importing into the USA and marking it up like 100, 200%. We're, we're buying it, right? So I'm like, oh, if I can go to China and procure this product for X amount of dollars and then sell it on Shopify and Amazon for X amount of dollars, a 2X or 5X, oh, I can make a profit because you realize the world um, is uh, made up mostly of consumers. Yeah. We got four, uh, you got eight billion plus people and majority of the world consumers. I'm like, okay, if I became a producer instead of a consumer and I produce items that these people are gonna consume anyways, right? Yes. Because on a daily basis, we're consuming uh, water or things right. or uh, right. diapers or things mm -hmm. like in a daily basis anyways. I'm like, why not be able to sell those products and put these in front of these consumers who are going to consume these products anyways, why not mm -hmm. take a piece of it? Right. So when, you, when you're able to take this piece of this big consumerism and produce items and put it in front of the right people, you realize you can accumulate a lot of wealth because we're, we're not we're not selling people anything. We're basically providing something they already need and want or whatever. So I think um, spending time over there and like um, slowly starting out and making money online and then eventually offering as a service to people yes. where they can kind of invest into our done for you. Like we have one of our services, uh, Amazon automation program, right. where clients invest, you know, uh, 15, 25K, 35K in capital. And we set up a whole A to Z business okay. for them and pretty much um, earn passive income. So um, once we figured out how to do it ourselves and systemize it, um, we were offered as a service to people and then help them, you know, kind of attain like a little bit of financial freedom as well. And wow. this is amazing because we're in the real estate world, lending world, and, you know, we're helping individuals buy properties, um, get their loans, uh, and they are using these as assets to build wealth as well. Mm -hmm. You know, they're um, holding the properties, the equity's growing, you know, and maybe later they exit for an amazing amount. Of, real estate of, is one right. of the best wealth building yes. things. Yeah, I mean, a real, estate, real estate, I think, uh, no matter what the market conditions are, yes. it's something that's always going to be there. Some of the right. uh, biggest wealth yes. has been always, always created by real estate. Right. It's, I mean, it's always going to be there. I, I know like different markets have different issues going on or whatever is recession going on, is a depression, market values, property values incline and increase and decrease, but yes. real estate is always going to be there. And it's super, super like, well, it's one yes. of the best wealth building techniques. Right. No, and, and with yeah. that though, you know, um, being real estate being one of the biggest, you know, I feel that this is like just as close. I mean, if you just work so hard and you want to escape the matrix and you have a nine to five job and you just save a little bit of money, you know, every single month and you uh, get to that point where you have a $25,000, you know, you know, it's kind of like a $25,000 exit because you put this money in for yourself and it will just make money for you if you work with the right people. Almost mm -hmm. like if you go buy a property, you, there is a down payment and usually it's 25,000, usually it's 40,000, sometimes 80,000, whatever the case, but that's you investing into your life. It's investing into a property mm -hmm. equity. This is kind of like the same thing, you know, 100%. taking a risk for $25,000 to escape the matrix. Yes, for some people, that's a lot of money, but you could really make it happen because people are buying properties every day. Mm -hmm. They're getting loans every day and these people have to come in with these big down payments of 20 40 fifty thousand dollars so if you can do that then most certainly you can you know create a another realm of income with the with this twenty five thousand, and you could you know escape the matrix i mean i can't right. wait till we start i can't believe we haven't yet i think sometimes we get so caught up in again sometimes your own you businesses know, exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fine. right yeah. but again like you know when you have partners and you should you should have those second third fourth 
um, avenues of, of ways to make money. You know what I mean? 100%. Diversify our portfolio. Exactly. Yeah, just, just have a diversified portfolio. Um, Obviously, mm -hmm. like different um, uh, income class, different um, you know investments are going to have yeah. different rate of returns and mm -hmm. different yes. ROI things like that. But yeah, real estate, I, I would say, and um, uh, any type of e-commerce, online marketing, yes. which is still, um, I would say, a very small fraction of what's going to be next like mm -hmm. five, ten years. Oh, I mean, wow. it's still very small. It's extremely small oh, compared to what's going to blow up. You got more and more retailers. Uh, I mean, if you saw this past week, Bed Bath & Beyond is going out of business. I saw that. I saw that. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I see this like trend right. happening in the last five, 10 years. I've been following yes. this trend and it's gonna be more and more um, bankruptcies are gonna happen yes. because um, the retail environment is just, um, it's not profitable. And most of these businesses are just open for um, brand awareness, but they're losing yes. money, they're bleeding cash. Yes. You know, so unless you guys have uh, like a digital presence and a digital presence, not only is e-commerce, but you know, like creating content yes. and creating right. memberships online right. or whatever, and where you can literally have an apartment. Mm -hmm. You don't need any like real estate. You can, mm -hmm. out of your bedroom, right? You can you can build like a million dollar business true. out of your bedroom. Mm -hmm. Like this yes. is what I did, right? It was me right. <laughs> in my wow. little, little house, my office, building a million dollar business. And wow. then I obviously expanded and I like, grew a team out or whatever. And, so you know, uh, blew the business up. But yes, real estate, e-commerce, um, AI is becoming super big right now. Right. Um, I think um, AI will replace a lot, quite a bit of jobs. Um, and uh, when I when I say re replace, that means like uh, um, the the jobs that replace it means like the, those people in those positions just need to upgrade their skill set. Mm -hmm. Yes, and you need to diversify your skill set. You need to diversify your portfolio mm -hmm. because um, certain things are completely outdated. Right, and, and it's like if you're not doing yes. anything, if you're just sitting yes. and doing nothing. That's your fault. Right. It's nobody's fault. It's your fault. Yep. I mean, if your stuff is outdated, you like you have enough education and online content out there to learn a new skill. Right. You just gotta put in the time. People yeah. are lazy. Right. Yes. You it's, know? it's very true. And you know, we actually are in the middle of um uh creating a uh, educational course. So we're actually trying to pass some knowledge to a lot of our viewers and people that are interested in real estate because it is still a very good thing that sustains a lot of different markets. Even right. though, so, yeah, it might drop a little bit, but Everything goes up and down sometimes even I'm sure even e-commerce products mm -hmm. sometimes do that mm -hmm. uh, yes. depending on the necessity. But the fact is it's still needed. You still need water. You still need a house. Yep. You still need shelter. Right. Yeah. So these are necessities that we actually mm -hmm. do understand. Uh, and we also educate our buyers with, hey, a loan is actually knowing how to leverage debt correctly. Mm -hmm. You just have to know yes. how to use it. You have right. to know how to make that impact personally, because I, uh, all the billionaires, all the rich people we know and, you know, you're one of them growing your 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 business is I'm sure you're leveraging your your debt, you're leveraging 100%. your real estate, because if not, why would you spend all your cash? Because cash is king, supposedly. The fact is actually debt, it really, to me, debt really is 250%. King. 100%, yeah, 200%. <laughs> yeah. I can talk a half an hour about this too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Debt, I, no, debt is an asset. Yeah, yeah, debt, debt is an asset, asset right? Because asset. as long as you know how to use it, you're getting at the right resources. Yes. Mm -hmm. So so I have another question for you. Um, so I noticed you're a philanthropist, and the reason I say that is because I noticed you are collecting or have been collecting money for this huge cause. And I read it on your on your uh, profile with Turkey, right? You have gained almost what almost three million dollars worth of money. So are you from Turkey? Is that is what is the purpose of this philanthropy that you're doing? Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, like I always like first of all, like I'm Muslim, so okay, um, yes. a part part of our like our principles of Islam is also giving back to the community. Mm -hmm. It's a huge part of our religion too. So like, I think working hard is amazing and Cuban wealth is amazing, but you also have to help other people out too. Um, Turkey, the devastation they received on, uh, actually I was in Turkey literally about two months ago. Amazing. So I went to Saudi Arabia for um, like about a week and a half, two weeks. And on yes. the way there, we stopped by Turkey. Yes. Um, but this ring is actually from Turkey oh as well God, too. Oh my God, no way. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, Stopped in so Turkey amazing. three, four days. But yeah, it's it's, wow. it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful. area. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Wow. This is, yeah, this is from the Ottoman, mm. Ottoman Empire. And it's just, no it's just way. a way, yeah. I can feel the energy from it. Yeah, yeah wow, I appreciate that's it. that's so beautiful. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful country. The people there are beautiful and the devastation they received, I think, when a devastation like that is not like uh, not man caused, mm -hmm. it's I think the, the world needs to pitch in and help mm. because yes. when you have issues happen, like catastrophes like that happen, hurricanes happen, earthquakes yes. happen, you need to as a human being, whatever you can donate, whether it's mm -hmm. time or money, yes. um, you know, and it could be just simply as brand awareness. Maybe you don't have the capital. Maybe you have the following. You need, you need to step in, be a good human being, and help people out. Right. So I think uh, me. Um, putting that on my profile, helping raise money, and then yes. also being part of uh, the Islamic Relief of yes. Canada and doing like a one hour talk with them to try to help raise funds, I think was the least I could do to help that situation because there's, um, I think over uh, 50, 60,000 people like that passed away, unfortunately. Yes. And tons of yes. displaced houses yes. and they still don't have food or water. 
um, to just like, and we live this amazing life here. And we think we have it bad over here. The poverty right. over there is next level. Right. You know what I, I mean? I also believe in like the more you give, you get back 100, 100, 100 X more. We agree. We so agree when 100. you when you have a, a good heart and when you give back, like God gives you back a hundred times more, mm-hmm. and, and like whether you have a dollar to give mm-hmm. or a million dollars to give, like yes. you'll get it back way, way much much more. So yeah, I'm, I'm really proud to be part of that, and uh, hopefully you know, we continue to raising funds because uh, situation yes. down in Turkey, it's mm-hmm. still um, they're still trying to recoup from that. So right. hopefully you know it gets better in the next yeah. you know six months or a year. Yeah, that's definitely. intense, man. Like I, that that takes a big heart. I mean, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of wealthy people that do absolutely nothing besides just consume right. it and keep it for themselves. Mm-hmm. But you're like, you know what? I'm an open book here. Right. Let me give you information. Let me help you guys out. Yes. You're helping individuals that are not right. from even your country. Mm-hmm. Could you f- have a heart for, hey, let me at least collaborate with people, see if anybody's interested to go on your page to mm-hmm. maybe put in some money to help. Yes. And I think that's such a huge thing. We're all into that and we love helping our people. We've mm-hmm. also donated to charities for like this kid's hospital. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of different things ourselves and we have a lot more that we're going to be doing yes. uh, because we want to be able to give back yes. to the communities ourselves. Uh, we're joining some new um, organizations ourselves to try to help out as well. So there's a lot of different things we're learning right. from. Um, so I, I actually appreciate you being very open right. about that because not many people share that stuff. Definitely, Like you, know? you give, you get. We believe in that 100%. 120% yeah, reciprocity you know, is there yes. or whatever. Because if you um, like if you, if you hoard things, mm-hmm. first of all, like at the end of the day, um, we know that we're all going to pass away one day. Yeah, right. Oh and like, we were just having this it's, conversation. It's inevitable, right? right? You're not going to. Steve yes. Jobs passed away. He couldn't take Apple with him. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's about the legacy right. you left behind. Yes. So leaving a legacy behind and, you know, so yes. people remember you for what you did, not just the wealth you accumulated. Yes. Um, a lot of people just accumulate wealth and don't give. Right. Away, don't think about their future generations and the exactly. impact of the community and people around mm-hmm. them and, hel- and not helping people out. I think that's kind of selfish, yes. in my opinion. Right. Um, I'd rather have a fraction of my wealth than having 100% of it and not having exactly. impact or whatever. Yes. Um, I, I think uh, that um, having like a, a big heart and helping, you know, friends and family, it could be, you know, something as simple as a mentorship yes. or providing capital. It could be like multiple ways to help people right, out. Right. If you have limited resources, limited capital that you can help out in like so many different ways, you know, right. just talking to somebody, could help just talking to someone else. so much. I've had so many talks with people where they kind of go into a rut and whatever. And it's like, you could be literally be like the bridge they're looking yes. for. The, the piece, like the piece of like wisdom that can help them escape maybe the matrix, right. maybe right. escape you know, this horrible job or, or a toxic relationship, you give them this third party viewpoint, maybe they were not seeing before. And I've literally helped probably like so many of our friends get out of miserable jobs, Beautiful. working for law firms and yes. accounting firms. And like, they were miserable. Like yes. now there's much happier, right? you know, because they were just kind of stuck in these um, kind of positions. So giving back, yeah, I mean, it's just, it just, you know, um, it could come up multiple uh, shape of ways and forms. Definitely. Fantastic. I know we um, yeah. are on, we were just speaking about your religion and um, you being Muslim. I was um, looking at your Instagram and it, I know how it was showing that uh, your religion being Muslim is at like 2.2 million. I'm sorry, billion people, mm-hmm. billion. And uh, again, you know, I feel like this um, this year for Ramadan, you you guys celebrating at you and your religion. That's so beautiful. Um, do you believe that has a, a huge impact on you know who you are today? Because it, I I've been watching in it, and I you know the individuals I've been coming across have been so strict on themselves. So you know it's so amazing to see that you know your religion. Um, and sometimes I even feel like America kind of hides it from you know like the american people because this year alone i was like wow it's a little bit more bigger this year i see more people celebrating it even though it's always been celebrated 2.2 billion people america only has about 333 million people and we're over here not even knowing about this beautiful religion mm-hmm. and so you know does this religion have like a huge role on you 100 you know? percent uh religion has all always been a, a big part of my life yes i think uh, nothing is achievable without being close to god mm-hmm. in my opinion mm-hmm. i think when you have god and religion in your life um you have like a um, certain type of rules and regulations yes. and discipline that you can yes. follow um uh, about two months ago like i said i was in saudi arabia mm-hmm. and went to uh, mecca which is the grand mosque wow so you have about um half a million to one million to one and a half million people every single day oh, 365 wow. days a year praying so when we we're praying we pray towards a certain direction Anywhere around the world, we pray towards a certain direction five times a day. So Mecca is the direction we pray, pray towards. Mm-hmm. To see that and actually experience that, it's, it was so beautiful being so close to God. Um, I think when you stay close to God, I think a lot of things, um, a good energy comes into your life. I think mm-hmm. a lot of things that are going wrong uh, end up going right. A lot of things that are stuck become unstuck. I think um, through God, you end up meeting the people you're supposed to meet having the right spouse and a business partner and the right business opportunities just fall into your lap magically. Yes. 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 
And it just, it just, you know, versus just um, living a life of just pure, you know, hedonism. And I think the Western culture sometimes, you know, the whole like, sometimes, you know, I guess, quote unquote, Hollywood Kim Kardashian kind yeah, of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching the Tia Kashi and keeping Kardashians. That's not what life is about. Right, you know what I mean, no, this, it's this more, more than that, you know, it's like so the whole material, material lifestyle or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, staying close to God has a pretty big impact. I, uh, I'm a pretty devout Muslim and I practice it. And I, I think I wouldn't experience any success in my life mm, right. without, you know, being close to God. So has beautiful. there has there ever been a time that um you know you come very humble and, and sometimes people don't start that way um i would admit to myself i i was humbled and i hit a certain peak in my life where i kind of crashed and didn't become humble i kind of held to myself and then i met this individual mike and now we became a brand and now i'm more humble and now i want to give more and i want to help more people and i want to listen more was there a time where you had a situation like mine where maybe you fell and you're like how do i get out of this or, or what could have happened or what what did happen to you yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, tons of times. Um, I think like over my life. So I, I grew up in Pakistan. I was born in Pakistan. I moved okay. to uh, UK when I was about uh, five years old. I actually lived in Luton, same place as Andrew Tate, where you grew up. Oh, okay. exact same city. Andrew Tate vibes. Andrew Tate. Yeah, so same city, whatever. Ironically, whatever. He also lived in Chicago. So, so, so you're the Pakistani um, Andrew Tate, right? <laughs> Most people were calling me. <laughs> okay. They were calling me Toppy for the last time. Toppy. Toppy. Okay, we're gonna call you Toppy from now. Yeah, sorry, that's your new name. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, I lived in UK and I came to uh, States when I was about seven years old. Okay. But like, I think um, growing up in like kind of a Western culture and like, um, you know, like th the friends I had around me were like non-Muslim. So I kind of had a lot of non-Muslim influence in my mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. So I think over time, you kind of get used to some of the stuff in the USA. You, you, right. you get obviously exposed right. to um, mm -hmm. hedonism, alcohol, drinking, right. smoking, all yes. that kind of thing. You know, yes. some of these, some of these, some of these kind of um, these vibes can be like a little bit like dark energy sometimes. Yes, right? oh definitely. So you kind of get into this mode where you're going out, partying, drinking, mm -hmm. that kind mm -hmm. of stuff or whatever. And like you know, I, I'm no saint. I've done that kind of stuff. Don't do it anymore. Not at all. Now right. I, I cut it out in my life. But yeah, so when you kind of get into that, and if you're looking for that, you know, um, end of the week, Friday, let's go out, let's mm -hmm. go party, mm -hmm. and then wake up hungover on a, exactly. on a Saturday morning, and right. you have these toxins inside your body. And when you have these mm -hmm. toxins inside your body, and you can't think clearly. And you start to kind of spiral out of control right. um, because now you are not thinking clearly. You're not close to God as much. And then, you know, you start making bad decisions. And obviously, I, I, you know, I made bad decisions in my, in my, in my life as well, too. Um, some financially, Got some um, spiritually, um, some relationship wise. I've lost Got relationships it. in the past, too, yes. because I wasn't um, clear on my mindset. And wow. I said some things or ruined mm -hmm. some relationships or whatever. But it's, you know, it's uh, unfortunately, it's just like it's a learning experience. Yes. Um, it was something I did at the time. Or I thought it was good. But like you, you know, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty. So mm -hmm. you kind of mm -hmm. grow out of it um, and you start to realize, you know, um, like you shouldn't be living your life to make other people happy. You should be living your life yes, to make yes. your, uh, obviously make God happy, and mm -hmm. obviously your friends and family and the close ones uh, around you, especially your mom. Mm -hmm. yeah. But at the end of the day, your mom's no matter if everybody leaves you, God's gonna love you, and mom's gonna love you. Oh, yes. your mom will never never leave your side. Yeah, you, yes. you can do whatever. Like mm -hmm. everybody leaves your side, your mom will always be right. for you. <laughs> That's always, so true. Yes. I, I like how you're so straightforward about it because it's it's true. At the end, like they're the main ones that are gonna stick around and talk to you. Even to this day, our moms are still like, are you guys, don't do too much, like slow down. Even yeah. though obviously that's their old school traditional mentality, yeah. like mm -hmm. don't do too much, even though we're like gonna keep doing too much. Yes. But uh, I think that's amazing how you come from another country, you come here and you utilize your hours, your times, your minutes, the best you can. Yes. You fall in, you realize your mistakes and you're like, I'm not gonna let this drinking because I'm a big believer right. I, I, and a lot of people in the company, I don't know if they hate me for it, but I, I don't like to drink. Yeah. I don't like yeah. being at events to drink. I think it's a waste of time. I think the culture about it is is this fake mentality of being who you want to be when the reality is you don't need alcohol to be who you want to be. Not, I was like, I'll have a glass of champagne once in a while. <laughs> or right, two, or not, two. Let's, let's not start that. But, Sorry, but just I, be honest, just be honest. But I get it. You know what I mean? There's a certain balance that you have to have because you know what? Like we work so, so, so much that sometimes I do like to celebrate. That's just me. And some people don't like to celebrate a champagne, but it makes sense. You know, moderate, no, moderation you know what I mean? is fine. Moderation, like you're, moderation, what you're doing is moderation, moderation right? You're exactly. moderating it. Moderation, but when yep. you start getting out of control and oh, you start yeah. making it part of your lifestyle right, yeah, all right, the time, right? right, right middle yes, of the week, happy exactly. hour. This whole American thing about happy hour, right. or hump day. I know, right? Exactly. You, you don't need to. Right. I mean, I can come no up with way. a dozen other activities. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, I, like, I love traveling yes. the world. You know, I spent time over like 35, 40 countries. I love seeing the world. Um, USA is interesting, but then there's much cool stuff outside of the USA, you know, so wow. traveling the world, yes. um, cool experiences, spending time, uh, mm -hmm. mentorship, spending time with your friends and family. Mm -hmm. I think I get a dopamine rush out of that. I don't need Amazing. toxins yes, in my exactly. body to kind of make me happy, you know, right, and I don't, I don't right. need to be those kind of 
Yes, I, I, I love your honesty that. on I love that. that so much too. And one of your um, quotes on IG is um, that you don't, um, you were just saying it that you don't like live to please others, correct? Yes. And I think that's so powerful because a lot of us and even myself, sometimes I get lost in the, oh my gosh, I need to please this person. I need to please that person. And, yeah. you know, when I read your quote, I was, I just got the chills because you said it out loud right now. And it just makes so much sense. Like, uh, has this actually helped you in your business and your life by, you know, looking at yourself and be like, you know, I don't have to please that other person right now. I have to take care of me. Is, is that something that has like catapulted you? 120%, 120%. Um, yes. You have to have um, a bit of, uh, or a little bit of selfishness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, when you live a life of just pleasing other people, mm -hmm. uh, what's gonna happen is, it's going to kind of empty you out over time. God Think man. about it, it was like a bank. If you go yes. into a, a bank and you have um, no deposit into the bank, you try to take withdrawals out, it's gonna, you're not gonna take anything out. Yes. If you spend your whole life just giving to other people and kind of pleasing other people all the time, you're going to become super drained trying to please your parents all the time, your friends and family all the time, business partners. You have to kind of have this, um, I practice a lot of uh, stoicism. Mm -hmm. Stoicism, um, uh, I know somebody, uh, which is basically, um, it's, it's basically a rule book. It's a way to live life. Some of the best philosophers in the world from our past um, live right, like Marcus Aurelius, Aristotle, Socrates, yes. Andrew Tate uh, practices, uh, Alex Hormozzi, yes. love these guys. And is there like a book for this? Is there? Yeah, there's a bunch of books. Uh, okay. I, would, I would read, um, uh, there's a book, uh, I have a ton of audible books. Okay. Um, uh, one's called Ego and, Ego's Enemy. Okay. U.S. Okay. Enemy, okay. Yeah. We'll pop it up on the... Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you a bunch. Yeah, I have, I'm a big uh, like Audible podcast yes. and like I read a lot of books, like, yeah. like uh, three or four books a month or whatever. But so yes. Stoicism, basically, it's a um, it's a way to live your life. It's a whole rule book and a lot of fundamentals actually Islam, uh, align with uh, uh, the principles of Islam and also oh, wow. Christianity and, oh, wow. and, the, and the Bible as well, too. Amazing. But basically, the way it works is like, um, it, this is you and you have a circle around you and these external factors around you do not impact your life, right? So war, recession, depression, death, people's opinions of you do not affect you and should not mm -hmm. affect you, right? No. So no. When, when you live a life like that, where like, you know, the mm. stuff doesn't happen to you, it's, instead of you being reactive to things, you're just basically, um, you have this inner sense of happiness and peace mm -hmm. all the time and you're basically detached from outcomes. Wow. You live a much better and peaceful life versus trying to please people and kind of living this life of like, hey, you know, if this doesn't, this doesn't happen, this, this uh, result doesn't happen, I'm gonna be miserable, if this doesn't happen. If you detach yourself, life becomes a whole lot easier. And so that's, 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 that's how I live because when I, you know, like not everything's gonna be perfect. You're, mm -hmm. You'll try things and obviously some things will not work out the way you want them to, or maybe they were not supposed to work out at the time you wanted to work out. So when you start detaching yourself and stop pleasing other people, I promise you like, you'll, you'll have this much better like kind of inner peace your life becomes much, much easier. You'll walk around with a smile on your face. Wow. I, I seriously I'm already that. smiling. I'm already <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's so, so amazing. That's yeah. so good because um, we we weren't like that before. We even, yes. Both of us were even right. accepted too. We yes. were always trying to please other people. Yes. Even me pleasing him or him pleasing me. Now we're like, mm -hmm. hey, let's be happy. Let's come to a conclusion. But at the end, we're happy making the decision for ourselves yes. first and then obviously take action from there. Yes. And I think a lot of people want to please other people and at the end they lose themselves mm -hmm. and they're not ever gonna do whatever they need to to scale or catapult like your catapult. It's never right gonna be now. good enough, man. I, I see yeah, it all the time. Yes. Relationships, whether they're business or it could be, you know, a relationship between a spouse or girlfriend or whatever type of relationship it is. Sometimes you see situations where it's like, it's a toxic relationship yes. and you have one partner giving, you know, um, putting a, pretty much like 60, 70, 80%, 90% of the effort yeah. into something is a black hole and they don't realize that the other person is not reciprocating. Yeah. And it's a complete black hole. Um, I see it in, 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 in like an employment setting all the time. I right. see that in a spouse setting all the time. Right. And in, you know, it's just, you have to catch yourself or you have somebody to catch you and pull you out of that rut. Yes. Because otherwise it's just going to completely deplete you. And you're basically Definitely. living your life for someone else mm -hmm. or a position or a job or yes. a, a, a business partner that's not uh, cut out to make you successful you know, in religion exactly. or spiritually or right. business or financially or whatever. Yes. So kind of like catching us off, you know, ahead of time and uh, pulling us off out. I mean, so, so how old are you? Yes. Uh, I, I, I 20. think you're 20, <laughs> in your 20s, right? No, older, no? much older. Yeah. older than 30s then? Yeah. Okay, I'm assuming 35 then. Oh, they're older. They're, they're 38, older. 38, yeah. 38, yeah. okay. Oh my God. So you, you, you so, come yeah. with a lot of wisdom. I'm, yes. I'm 44, you know, obviously you have a, you know, you seem to be a lot more wiser than I have in my, you know, I've been married, I have kids and everything. I've been through a period of time of crazy challenges. But, <laughs> yes. but the fact is, it's, I love my life. I enjoy the experiences, even the failures I've already accepted them. Hey, this was a good experience for me. Yes. So for our viewers, I, I think I would love them to hear a little bit about 
what your goals are in the future. So right now you have such, such a success story. You're growing, you're building, you're traveling the world, which I want to do that. We, right. we're gonna, oh you're God. just inspired so to travel. We're going to be so traveling now. I'll get like 40 minutes about right. that too. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. My so, God. so much inside about yeah. that. Oh, I bet. And before I bet. you ask this question, because okay, we okay. always ask this question, <laughs> I, I need to know. So you've been to so many places, almost every place in the United States. You've traveled the world. And yeah. um, what I really want to know, and I'm pretty sure our guests, uh, our, our audience wants to know as yeah. well. So, you know, if you've been to so many places, you know, why do you choose America? And then why do you choose California? I want to know. Uh, so I grew up in uh, Cleveland, Ohio when I first moved okay. there 10, 15 years. I hated wow. it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I went to school there. Whatever. A little different uh, than California. <laughs> a little different than California. <laughs> okay. yeah, I, yeah, I lived in sure. Toronto, Canada. Also, mm -hmm. I lived in uh, Chicago. Um, so Got I moved it. to California about two and a half years ago. Got it. Um, I used to come here quite a bit for consulting work back in the day. Yes. Um, I love the whole vibe. I think yes. um, I think California, you know, it's its own country. Mm -hmm. I think nothing else in the, in the U.S. that compares to that. I've right. been to uh, you know, all this, most of the states and mm -hmm. most of them suck. Yeah. Like, they're boring. They're dry. <laughs> right? They're yeah. boring. Um, yes. You know, like, like you want <laughs> to California. <laughs> yeah. yeah. New York, for example, it's um, it's, you know, uh, I don't know if you, uh, I can swear a little bit. Yeah. New York yeah. is a crap hole. New York, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it smells. <laughs> We've uh, been people, there. People there are pissed off all the time or whatever. The subway system looks like crap mm -hmm. um and it's expensive and it's yeah. like the weather's horrible too mm -hmm. chicago um it was amazing city downtown's yes. one of the nicest downtowns i think bar none okay but again when you have seven eight months mm -hmm. of bad weather and right. it's cold and it's cloudy right. and you have three right. months of summer and even half mm -hmm. of that is cloudy yes. and rainy right it becomes it's a very detrimental mm -hmm. to your success because your mood just goes off mm -hmm. if you don't get that vitamin c if you don't get that sun mm -hmm. i think a lot of people become miserable and you can yes. just tell your productivity yes. goes down right when you are in the right environment mm -hmm. and also by the right around the right people mm -hmm. i think your productivity goes up your success goes up you want to work harder you want to be more unfit you want to be more yes. shape i think yes. people in california and warmer places are more fit the more yes. happier yes so i think that's probably one of the one main reasons i moved um to california even though it's one of the highest tax states in the usa mm -hmm. right but i don't care i, I right. I'll, I'll pay the premium to yes. live it because i like the ry i get of being happy yes completely outweighs the taxes and the costs I have to pay. Of course, real estate is more expensive, of course. But I'm 10 minutes from Laguna Beach. I'm 10 minutes yes. from Newport Beach. You know yes. what I mean? I have right. access to beautiful areas, beautiful right. restaurants. It's super right. clean. There's yes. no crime. I want mm -hmm. access to that. I want my family to be safe. I don't have my family right. yet, but I want my family to be safe yes. when I do have a family. Exactly. So um, Midwest and East Coast, I think, wasn't able to provide me that. Right. So that's one of the reasons I moved to California. Oh my God, wow. so true. I mean, you also have access to like mountains in an hour. You can go to the land. You can go Snowboarding, to- Snowboarding, mountains. Right. Yeah, beach. everything. And it's yeah. crazy. And this is why we pay the premium to yeah. live in California <laughs> as well. The taxes are high, but when we really look at it, look at it, our happiness is everything. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're one day going to the snow in Big Bear. We have a, a, a property right now in Big Bear, Beautiful. purposely just yeah. for the snow. And literally it is about 45 minutes from us. And then the other way is 45 minutes to LA. And then another 30 minutes we're at the beach. And it's just so many different places. You, can you got go, everything you possibly everything. need. Yeah. Las Vegas is like three hours away if you hit the yeah. traffic the right way. There's just so many opportunities. Um, and again, the weather is something that phenomenal. it's phenomenal. I mean, we have so much sense sometimes that we're like, when is it going to be winter? Yeah. But again, you know what I mean? Right. Like that. I, I would yeah. say, though, I think outside of California, mm -hmm. uh, place I would live in uh, for yes. sure. Like if I could live. I just set up with me actually uh, six months here and six months in Dubai. Oh, I spent a lot of time in Dubai as well and in Tokyo as well. So I would say wow. um, all the places I've been to, uh, Dubai and Tokyo are probably my two Amazing. favorite places. Hmm. We're uh, thinking to move to, to Dubai as well. Yeah. Let me find some real estate. Yeah, we want to buy sure. some real estate sure, in Dubai. Yeah, it's okay. a great city, man. Thank I think, you. I think it's one of the, uh, I go there like every year um, for like at least a week, week and a half, um, two weeks possibly. Amazing. Um, I have conferences going on, speaking engagements as well too, but it's one of the fastest growing cities in the world. Um, we're buying in Dubai. We're buying in Dubai. He manifested it. And actually, if I if we're talking about Dubai really quick, this is super controversial, I believe. Um, what do you think about the line in Dubai? Is this something that people should jump on? Is this kind of something that is just uh, marketing? Like, what do you think about the line? Oh, the building? Yeah, yeah. the line, the um, building that yeah, they're the building. building. That's actually in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Saudi Arabia, oh, okay. Saudi Arabia yeah. That's in Saudi Arabia, yeah. Okay, okay. But that, isn't Dubai also creating, um, they have like the, it's a cube. Is that also in Saudi Arabia? That's Jeddah, that's actually Saudi Arabia too. Okay, yeah, okay, Saudi okay, Arabia, okay, yeah. okay. So, yeah, so. Uh, we'll talk, but what do you think about the line? Because yeah. it's so controversial. 100%, 100%, yes. yeah. So, uh, no, no, we'll talk about both points. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, Saudi Arabia, I was there for the first time, like mm -hmm, two months mm -hmm. ago. Uh, so Saudi Arabia traditionally, I mean, that's like literally the center of religion in Islam. Okay. So they try to basically keep away um, a lot of kind of um, materialistic, hedonistic mm -hmm. things, right? There's no mm -hmm. clubs and nothing yes. like bars, that kind of right. stuff. Mm -hmm. Because it's literally the center of religions. Mm -hmm. But now I think um, 
they're, they're starting to build more things to track tourism. Yes. But if you look at Dubai, for example, Dubai, mm -hmm. um, probably 70, 80% of Dubai is funded by tourism. Okay. So you'll have wow. like cl clubs, bars, drinking, yes. alcohol, that right. kind of stuff. And right. then, you know, it's, it's, I would say, you know, it's one of those places, it's the most, it's the most, um, uh, Islamic, non-Islamic country in the world. Oh, because wow. you have wow. so many Muslims, a lot of Muslim people, but yes. then you have all these clubs and bars and, you know, right. they, they, they actually built yeah. one of the biggest casinos in the world too. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Might be bigger than Vegas, yeah. Oh the whole island, there these casinos as well wow. too, next one or two years. So, but yeah, coming to back go. to the, the, the line, um, yeah. It's super, it's super interesting. I like it. Okay. I'm a big uh, proponent of, you know, uh, innovation. Yes. Like I love, like for example, what Elon Musk mm -hmm. does. And yes. um, it's the line is interesting. They're building a little city where they could basically, number one, attract tourism. Right. They're building, uh, they're building this, um, I think it's a, how many, like miles and miles long. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's massive. So right. they have the capital to do it. You know, it's a very oilish country. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to realize eventually oil money eventually will run mm -hmm. out. Eventually, mm -hmm. because as the world becomes more and more EV. True. Um, Okay. Yeah. They need additional sources of income. So what do they do? Well, tourism, right? Mm -hmm. Like Dubai, mostly tourism. They need to attract more tourism. So let's build a line, let's build a square mm -hmm. building in yes. Jeddah and the other places to attract yes. more tourism. Got I'm it. sure, but I'm sure it's going to be within like regulations of Islam, but they want, they want to attract more tourism, people to invest into properties, kind of like Dubai as well, to investment opportunities, live there, grow, start families there, things like that too. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, for us, controversial. I, I don't know if, it was, if it's controversial. I think it's more of, a place where they have the capital, just like Dubai, Got and it. able to come up with craziest ideas Got that we it. cannot do it in the USA. Right. Got it. And with with a, um, they don't need like ten levels of authority like here. Mm. They're able to like come up with ideas, implement it, and put the capital in place wow. and start building it wow, in a matter right. of months. Let's come up yes, with an idea. Literally, let's build yeah. the world's yeah. tallest building. Yes. Let's, let's build the world's seven-star hotel. Let's yes. build man-made islands. Yes. Let's do Biggest a idea. Yeah. Let's get the manpower. Mm -hmm. Let's start building mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I think I think that's that's the issue in in America. I think the politics are so heavy here. Super heavy. Uh, that it's pockets. People are like, oh, I'll pay you right. this, and it just becomes such a a problem that I think mm -hmm. that's that's one of the the reasons why we just don't evolve as much. Yeah. Even though I'm hopeful. Hey, I'm hopeful that we actually get ourselves out of our own rut, but. Yes. And let, let's just see how it all rolls out. There's right. so much stuff, man. I mean, like the, yes. the taxes, transportation. Tra we have one of the worst transportation systems. You look at like LA, how big it is. Like right. you, you, you go to like say Japan, even like Dubai, it's one of the nicest transportation systems in the world. I went, I went on Tokyo. I went to uh, took a bullet train to uh, to uh, Tokyo to Osaka to Kyoto, and they have. Underneath the entire city, beautiful subway system, super clean. Wow. You can eat off of it, it's so clean. No way. Underneath the subway system, they have a, a, a train system oh because the subway God. system will get you anywhere around the city, but then like certain parts of the city, they won't get you around. It's the train system underneath the subway system is on top, stacking on top of each other. Wow. I saw how beautiful it's organized. We didn't think about that here in LA and California. You got Elon Musk trying to build Hyperloop, but nobody's right. thought about this it's stuff, exactly. right? Yeah, it's a, yes, everybody's trying exactly. to hold up on doing the funding for it. It's, it's, funding, yeah. So like, it's just like uh, California, like these other cities were built. It's it's a it's a it's a half-assed system. They haven't yeah. they haven't built it. They didn't think about it. Like, the, it, people in Asia, countries in Asia, have thought about this ahead of time, and they built this amazing system. You don't need a car there if you if you want it. It's, it's such beautiful. It's so it's so beautifully organized. <laughs> you go there. You're like, what is this country is like 15, 20 years ahead. Yes. Dubai's 15, God. 20 years yeah. ahead. Definitely. So <laughs> so we're leaving the country, guys. Nice yeah. <laughs> Um so yeah. so I so back to my yeah. question. Yeah. So um curious, right? So you have a lot established, you've got a lot going on, you're still very young. Uh what does Iman five years from now look like? So we like to ask this question just to see if you've ever sat down and thought thought to yourself, all right, so in five years, this is the new Iman. Like, what am I gonna be? At, where am I going to be at? How much, whether it's wealth, whether it's, um, you know, the ability to have more ownership of certain things, where, where do you see yourself? Yeah, is there something that you want in five years? Because we know that you're very successful. You have a lot of things that you want right now mm -hmm. already. But, you know, what what is it for you in five years to wrap that up? 100%, 100%. Um, I think um, accumulating material things, wealth and assets, properties, cars, I like, you know, like, I like all that kind of stuff is cool. I think it's um, temporary happiness because you get the new Lamborghini and the Ferrari and these type of cars or whatever. Right. Um, it's 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 fun, but I think after about five six months, like the the excitement kind of sometimes fade away. I think it's more important. I think sense of fulfillment is more about legacy and kind of helping other people out. So I think um, one of the things I'm working on is um, definitely a, a community and like a coaching kind of mem membership program where people can invest um, into a membership program and like they want access to me, access to my mentors, access to people in my community because. I get dozens of DMs a week, like, mm -hmm. hey, I need help with this, this. Amazing. I don't have the time to do it, but I want to set up a program where I can help the younger populace 
Yeah. Um, and you know, a, a way where like I can help them skip the matrix. Yeah. I want them it. so I can create leaders in society. I want to have a massive impact, hold events, um, get, have get-togethers, help them, um, help them help their families have a generational impact. Because for me, when I pass away, like what does Emin Khan leave in the world? If I'm a first generation here, my mom and dad brought me here, you know, um, well, 1989, and they did their best uh, to provide for us, you know, what they could and the means they could. Yes. It's my responsibility to basically set the pave uh, and the path for my future generations to the four vibe, which people don't think about. They think about themselves right now, but I'm like, what are you doing now to pave the pathway for your future generations and your community and people around you to help them out? So I think creating communities and kind of, uh, being like you know, non-selfish and giving back because um, if you're able to affect somebody's life in a positive way and help them um, also like create a certain amount of leaders in society, um, then what's going to happen is over time, those those leaders will create other leaders mm -hmm. and it's yes. going to have a massive yes. ripple butterfly effect right. that's going to kind of, um, you know, exceed our generations. So like two, three, four, five generations down the road, you will have these people building these massive companies. Look at JP Morgan, Goldman yes. Sachs. Yes, right. They were built 100, 200 years ago because a couple of salespeople were peddling loans in the small markets in some grocery store, giving loans to each other. Now, fast forward 100 years later, they're, you know, they, they manage some, uh, most of the wealth uh, uh, you know, uh, in the world. Yes. Goldman Sachs and billions of dollars. Yes. Because somebody got, some guy started it 100, 200 years ago. Now, fast forward 100 years later. So that, I think, is super interesting. I think starting something small and kind of just growing. And, and basically, I think when you create a movement, the right people will want to join you in movement yes. and become a part of it because they feel the energy and they trust in the vision. The everything else, material money, is a side effect. It comes mm -hmm. anyways mm -hmm. as a result of this vision mm -hmm. and this movement that you're creating. So I think creating that movement and creating that, I think is super vital. So I think that's probably one of my main goals and just having a massive impact. Amazing, yeah. that's like a wow. butterfly effect legacy is what you're gonna yeah. be creating. That's so amazing. And I seriously love we're it. so um, inspired. We're like, I'm literally out of breath because like, this is so amazing. Like we're gonna go implement all this stuff in our world. Sure. So thank you for like being here with us today. I mean, Definitely. I literally can't even talk anymore. I'm so shocked, but because of how, you know, easy it is to truly, if you just have the right people in your life, you could mm -hmm. escape the matrix, you could help other people, you can donate, you can create a life of your own. You don't have to live the American dream. You can create your own American dream. And um, we just want to know, uh, we want all of our followers to follow you as well. So where could we find you, Mr. K? <laughs> top E. Oh, Top E, Top E. Where, where can we toppy. find um, Top E? Where, where's uh, all your... So yeah, right now um, I'm in the process of pushing a lot of uh, content out, but uh, mainly on Instagram, uh, MN underscore Khan. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well too, and LinkedIn too, or whatever profile. But like most, I think most of my uh, followers, like most of my engagements is on um, Instagram right now. I'm building out my, uh, my, my TikTok. Um, I also YouTube as well too. So that's one of my goals, just to um, provide as much free value to people and create a community, I think on YouTube and the other like social media platforms and kind of, you know, amass millions of followers. Um, so I can, you know, give back to the world and, get, you know, and like help people out as much as, as, much as I can. Thank you so much uh, for that. So, so everybody, thank, let's thank our guests. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you guys you. are gonna be able to watch this full podcast on Sunday either five or seven. So we're still discussing what time because the weather's changed a little bit in California. So I know most yes. people tend to be home a little bit later when the sun's out. And However, don't forget to follow Top E. So yeah, let's follow go Top E. Top you, e. Got him, you got him up there. So let's thanks go. so much, Thank Emin, so for much. being here. Appreciate, Appreciate you guys. guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Hi, guys.